0: hey guys it is your girl faith Pittman. i'm super excited for this podcast we are going to be walking this bible and getting through the journeys and learning about all these prophets let's go what's up spiritual warriors happy wednesday let's just take a moment to take a deep breath in and out of our nostrils The fact that you were able to do that is just indication that you and I were given a second chance. Just going to give it up for Jesus real quick because, honey, so undeserving. But yet he gave us another chance, another day, another opportunity to do what we were called to do here on this earth. And that is just a blessing within itself. Now, let's walk this Bible, child. We have completed our Samson journey. May he rest in peace. He did what he had to do. He is now going on, and we are moving on to our next bucket of um food, I guess you can say. So go ahead, buckle up your imaginary seatbelts, get ready for this ride that we are about to take, because this book that we are about to drive on into is called First Samuel, and the exact scripture that we're coming from with this text is 1 um, Samuel chapter one, verses one through eight. Oh. What's the name of this episode? I'm so glad you asked, Sugar. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> the episode is called You Wouldn't Understand If You Never Been Through It. You ever had somebody try to tell you something and you just looking at them like, honey, you don't even know. You never been through this, so don't tell me. <laughs> like, I have had that happen to me so many times where people will give you advice and it's and it's not um what's the word? It's not to be like bad advice they're trying their best to help you out but it's just like you haven't been through it and you know they always say the best experience comes from somebody that's been through it so it's just like it kind of goes over your head because you're like okay you don't know how this feels you don't know what i'm going through so yeah i'm glad that you're trying to help me but in the same sense you don't understand all right enough rambling let's go and hop into this thing so in the beginning of this book we meet a man by the name of elkanah we learned that Elkana has two bootangs, things y'all one by the name of Penia, and another named Hannah. Mm. Two of them, y'all. He married to two women. Mm-mm. Couldn't be me. Now, the Bible informs us that Akana was consistent. Each year, him and his family would travel to Shiloh to worship and sacrifice. Now, quick update: Penia had children, but for some reason, his other wife Hannah was unable to conceive. So during these worship days, Akana, the husband of two women, would give portions of meat to Pinnia and her children. But because his wife, Hannah, didn't have children, he would only give her one portion. It's one thing to constantly be going through something, but it's another thing to constantly be reminded by others that you're going through it. Every year, Hannah would experience this. Every year, Penia would make fun of her. And each time, Hannah would cry and break down. It just makes me so upset because I can imagine how Hannah is feeling. She's just like, I'm here again. This is happening again. I'm I'm going through it again. Another year. I'm in the same season. The season that was supposed to be just a cycle. But I'm here again. No. The season that was just supposed to be a season. And now I'm in a cycle. Sometimes we make seasons turn into cycles and God didn't like he didn't ordain for us to stay there for that time period He was like okay you're gonna be here from december to january and then I'm, I'm gonna have you come out but we get so content we get so stuck in it we're literally there again so she has every year year after year hannah is being reminded of what she doesn't have hannah is being reminded of what she is going through hannah is being reminded of her struggle at a time in a place where she's supposed to be worshiping the Bible says that they go out to this place every year to worship and sacrifice. But every year when she's worshiping, she has Pen- Penia, the other wife, reminding her of what she doesn't have. Mm-mm, baby. Because Pen- Pen- whatever girl name was Penia <laughs> would have got these hands, okay? Because that's not okay. You don't remind me of what I'm going through. You don't make fun of me of what I'm going through because you need, at the end of the day, you need to humble yourself. Like, I don't care that you have children and I have children. At the end of the day, I'm still a good wife, okay? That's what I would if I was here, I would have said that. So one day their husband asked Hannah, why aren't you eating? Why aren't why are you crying? See, it was easy for Akana to ask this because he had children. Him and Panini had children together. Him and Hannah did it. So he had the experience of knowing what it is to bring a child in this world, to conceive a child, to be able to birth something, to be able to have a purpose, to be able to have an extension of what's going on in life. It's easy for people to judge our situations or your situations when they, they've never been into themselves. They never took a step in your shoes, not even for a second. I tell people all the time, if you were in my shoes for 10 minutes, you wouldn't know what to do. You've never been here. So how can you tell me, first of all, how can you tell me why am I not eating when your other wife is over here making fun of me? Two, how can you tell me and ask me why am I crying when you have children? How come you don't know why I'm I'm, I'm crying? That's how I would have been <laughs> to my husband. Because like, for real though, like, how are you asking me this? How come are you, th- why Why do you think this is okay? And her husband tells, tells her, y'all, you have me. Isn't that better than having 10 sons? No, because you got another wife. <laughs> like, come on now, uh, uh, Akana. You have another wife and you have children. You have options. You have other things. I have nothing. You're saying that I have you, but I literally have nothing. Literally, Hannah is in a place of vulnerability. She's in a place where she is broken down so low, where she is constantly being reminded year after year, day after day. I'm sure day after day she was dealing with not having children, but just by watching Paninia and her children, watching Elkanah, Elkanah. And Paninia, play with their children, make food for their children, read them bedtime stories. I'm trying to just make this real realistic because we have have to be able to put ourselves in Hannah's shoes to see exactly what she was going through year after year, day after day. She constantly had to be reminded of what she couldn't produce. Before you judge somebody, before you say, oh, I would have did this or couldn't be me. Or "Ah, you should do this, you should do that. You have to take a moment to understand that if you've never been through it, you can never put your mouth on it. If you never know what it feels like not to produce a child, then you can't say anything. If you never know what it feels like to be homeless, then you can't speak on it. If you never know what it feels like to be in a messed up relationship, you cannot speak on it. If you never know what it feels like, to not have any money in your bank account. You cannot speak on it. If you never know what it feels like to be unhappy. Then you can't speak on it. If you never know what it feels like to lose a loved one. That you thought you would never would lose. You cannot speak on it. Sometimes the best thing to do is just sit there and be quiet your presence is enough because sometimes in these moments of loss in these moments of grieving in this moment of, of figuring out why you don't have the things that you don't have people will say the wrong stuff and you'll be looking at them like what because <laughs> that's what happened with Akana he was trying to make her feel better by saying hey listen baby you got me I'm your husband I, I, I'm your everything I provide and, and, and pick up for the things that, that that you don't have but in in another in another mind frame I'm sure Hannah was looking at him like, bro, stop talking to me. You have kids and I don't, I got you already. And I barely have you because somebody else got you. So stop talking to me and let me just, let me just be here. Let me just sit here and let me talk to God. Because I remember, I just, I just believe in these tears that she was crying every year at Shiloh where they were worshiping. She was depositing something into God, into, into the heavens. Every tear, even though she didn't have the words to be able to form the hurt that she was going through god knew god knew what she was going through so that is it y'all i hope you guys have a great wednesday and we are back and better come next wednesday all right bye now that i have those spirits built back up Be sure to use these spiritual vitamins, y'all, and walk that Bible. Thank you for tuning in. Be sure to follow me also on Instagram at spiritual underscore vitamins underscore. Again, it's spiritual underscore vitamins underscore. Bye, guys.